Welcome back to the podcast. I'm drinking water as usual. But welcome back to Tomboy Official. Uh, gonna talk a little bit more about the L word. When I say a little bit more, I mean I don't know how long I'm gonna take talking about this. Um, complete spoiler though. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, and if you don't want to know about it, then uh, maybe you don't listen. Um, but yeah, I kind of talked a little bit about um, a couple of the demogra- demographics. Um, between the first series, second series, um, I really don't know what to call it. I mean, I guess the first series is like the original, um, series, I don't know. And then Generation Q is the second. I mean, I don't know, it's just confusing because they, because Generation Q is like season one, season two, season three, but it has like a whole bunch of characters from the first you know, series, um, I think they said there was, like, a nine-year gap between the first one and Generation Q, so I don't really know what, uh, what to call it, um, when you search L-Word, there's a lot of L-Word content, um, one thing that I thought was cool, this was something that I thought was really cool, um, that maybe, maybe other, um, uh, um, actors do this, but I thought it was super cool that some of the L Word cast reached out to a lot of the YouTubers in LA and when Generation Q was coming out, which was what? I guess they say nine years later. I mean, don't quote me on this. I think I just think that's what it was. Um, they've reached out to a lot of the YouTubers that are famous in LA, like Amber's Closet, and um, I can't remember if Hannah Hart. Um, um, I think Arrows, who was then Ari Fitz. Um, uh, Jess, J. Killam, Jess, um, there were, there were, there were, like, a handful of others, and I was like, dude, that is, like, so cool of them to be, like, you know, the cast that just kind of came and, like, started, um, talking to YouTubers, like, I was just like, what, like, they were actively, like, on their channel, their channels, um, just, like, collabing with them, you know, and I was just like, that is, that is, like, the coolest thing I've ever seen, um, and, I mean, for people who, who maybe don't know, like, LA, um, like, I don't know, like, maybe, maybe it's just my own brain, because, like, I don't, I don't really pay attention to television much, like, I've mentioned before, like, I've lived years with no television, 
um, I've lived with housemates with TVs and stuff and like you know usually the TVs in the living room and because I'm avoiding all these people I'm usually not in the living room and if I am I'm usually there when they're not there um, and because I've almost always had like kind of a nine to five type of job I've almost always been home when other people are home um, and so I was never really the one to have like access to the television have time by myself to do that and I didn't want to anyways because usually I was either studying or just had my own things I wanted to do I wasn't really gonna sit in front of the tv plus when you're used to using a computer so much I mean you can find whatever you want to watch and I'd rather watch what I feel like watching than watch tv I mean the only thing I kind of like on tv honestly is sports because it's like for me sports are something that like it's a lot more interesting to just watch it live um I don't really watch repeat games like I might if it's like a repeat of the same day like that's like a maybe maybe but usually I'm not like that desperate um but sports are just about the only thing I can tolerate other than maybe movie channels I like movie channels um, or, like, the TVs that have, like, you know, you can get to the apps, like, Netflix and YouTube and that kind of stuff, and so, so for people like me who aren't, like, too tuned in to, like, mainstream television, you know, I've gone years without watching TV, like, you know, like, I, I watch YouTube mostly, and if it's not YouTube, I Google what I want to watch, and I find it, and I watch it, or, you know, if I have a subscription to something, I'll watch it, or, I mean, honestly, I'll bootleg stuff, like, I don't really care, like, it's not, you know, a big deal to me, usually if I like something enough, I'm gonna buy it, like, I have a bunch of stuff I've purchased on YouTube, um, I think I purchased Queer as Folk, I don't know if it was all seasons, or a few of them, I've got quite a bit of movies, like, I'll actually buy stuff, you know, um, but I like to have digital copies of things, and not, like, physical, and, um, like, I like that you can buy stuff on YouTube, I have The Sopranos on there, I think I have all the seasons, or most of the seasons on there, um, but I'll buy stuff on, on YouTube if I really like it, and that's pretty much where I keep my movies now, um, or my series of shows that I do purchase, um, but then I'll bootleg them, too, because sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to pay for this right now, but then I'll wait, like, years later and buy it, and so, um, I'll eventually buy it, but, you know, I'll access the free crappy copies, too, um, just because, you know, I don't have a problem with it, I know a lot of people do, it's kind of a controversial thing, but, um, I know, it's a form of stealing, for sure, but, you know, whatever, I deal with the consequences, um, it's not completely free, <laughs> you still have to deal with a bunch of BS, um, but, yeah, like, so, basically, you know, because I watch so much YouTube and, like, I can't really tell if it's just, like, my perception is kind of, like, a little biased or a little warped, um, towards, like, what things are really like, 
Um, but just I'm just trying to give an example. Like, I can't remember what year this Pride was. It was, I want to say maybe 2018 or 2017 LA Pride. Maybe it was like 2018 or so. I remember going with a friend. I don't remember how many friends. I know at least one. Um, in the morning, like in the daytime, in the afternoon time, we went to Pride. And then um, this friend, he was a guy, and he was like, um, you know, like, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I don't know if we were talking about celebrities or whatever. And I remember saying, like, you know, I, you know, I'm just looking for YouTubers. I want to take pictures with some of the YouTubers that I follow. And I remember I saw Keith and Eugene from BuzzFeed. Um, this is when they were still with BuzzFeed. It was like before the Try Guys, I think. Um, and I took a picture with Eugene. And then I remember it may have been that same year that Jess... Jay Killam Jess was emceeing at the at the at the Long Beach Pride Festival it may have been that same year um because I think she was emceeing I can't remember who was rapping but there were some hip-hop artists I think um Young M.A. was performing and I saw some of the um, other YouTubers from BuzzFeed, some of the, um, I don't know what they identify as now, but I think they were from, like, when they had those, I don't know if it was Violet or Purple or what it was called, but they were, like, some queer women ones. Um, there's, like, a larger size lady. She's got dark skin. I don't know if she's biracial or not, but usually she has, like, bald or like really short buzzed hair um I can't remember her name I think then there was a person who was um identifying as a lesbian named Jen she was like I think she was like half Italian half Asian or something like that um there were like two or three people from from BuzzFeed that were like females that were walking and you know, like, the people who were, like, emceeing and all that kind of, like, those are the kind of people I used to watch, you know, just, like, online and stuff, just, like, just soak up all the content, you know, um, and I don't know if it was just me, but I remember when I used to follow, like, as much gay YouTube as I can find, and I remember Davey Wavy being one of the first ones I followed, um, and a lot of other, you know, there were I think um Jade back when she was Jade Fox back when she was Foxy Hot Mess and then um I think Jay Killam Jess Jay Killam was one of the first I think those were three of the first people that I followed and I think they all moved to LA and I started noticing this pattern of like all these YouTubers moving to LA and I don't think I was in LA all all of that time I think I moved to San Diego and I was like dang I wish I was in LA you know because like they were kind of like um like lower key um and it seemed like they were just like always around places where I was always hanging out like everybody was always over at the Abbey 
everybody was always just like hanging around WeHo and like you know all over LA and stuff and I was just like dude like it's just it just was just like LA vlogs like that's basically what what it was like I would just follow a bunch of LA vlogs like it was just vloggers all over LA uh, I had friends who did vlogging um uh when they lived over near um they weren't far from like Melrose I can't remember what like Miracle Mile kind of like near Beverly Beverly Hills kind of that LA Beverly Hills border um and you know I would go over to their place and we'd just like roam around LA and stuff parking sucked oh my gosh um but you know we had a good time and I remember you know like you know, we just make little, you know, pull out your phone and make little videos and, um, you know, everyone was kind of into like projects, you know, you'd always just get into like projects, like with random people. I remember like, I don't know how I had this job, like writing like SEO content for freaking like a bunch of like Beverly Hills, like plastic surgeon, like clinics. And like, I would get paid to like write like articles for their websites and like there were all these like small seo businesses that would make like you know websites and blogs and press releases and all this kind of stuff and i would be one of the content writers and you know i didn't know anything about it but you just learn you just write about like one topic all the time and it was so obnoxious um but there would be these teams like these little businesses of all these little teams and then people would just leave the business because they knew how to do it and they would form their own businesses out of their own teams of people. And um, I just found it really, really cool. You know, like I was just like, this is just what people do. Like it was just a big part of life. Like I don't know if other cities are like that, but I know just being around LA a lot. I, I know in San Diego, I, I never really saw that a lot. Um, the only time I saw anything even vaguely familiar is because there's this like queer clothing brand um, in San based in San Diego, and um, one of my friends models for that company, and they never like told me, but I remember like being on Instagram and seeing all these ads, and I was like, hey, that's like so and so, you know, and I didn't really know, and then I kept kind of like meeting people at like the gay bars that were friends with this person uh because they all were like modeling for that company um but that's kind of as close as it got um that I recognized but that was in San Diego um I never really saw like a big a big like uh vlogging scene and like the whole small business kind of like you know, content creation kind of scene until I was, until I was, you know, not until, but like, like comparing San Diego to LA, definitely. I saw it in LA all the time. Like it was just part of just what people do. Like it wasn't, um, like, I don't know. I, like you would just like pick up work doing that kind of stuff. Like, you know, writing or filming or vlogging or editing or like whatever. Like you'd always be just doing that kind of stuff. And like, I don't know that many people, honestly, who weren't doing that kind of stuff. Like, even people, like, unless, the only people I knew who kind of weren't doing it were people who were, like, 
not interested in like anything creative whatsoever um like I have some friends that were in not that nurses aren't creative but I had some friends that were like in nursing that they never did that or anything um but actually no because after after they graduated some of them got into blogging um about how they got into nursing school and their blogs were getting a lot of traction and I remember making some WordPress sites for a couple a couple nurses but and then for one of my friends uh younger brother's uh robotics team in high school and like I just be like you just crank out a bunch of stuff and like um but you know I was always like studying and in school too which was a problem it always took a lot of energy away from like the other stuff I was trying to do um so I I knew how to do it but it's like tech and everything moves so fast that like even if you take like a year off it's like you come back to it and it's like geez I gotta like learn like I remember when I had to learn how to use I don't know if it was like Windows 7 or Windows 10 or whatever um I don't remember which windows it was where it was like so different with the tiles and stuff because I was so um used to the other the other windows like I I don't know I'm I liked XP and then I kind of liked Vista just because you could screw around with it because it sucked so bad but I kind of liked I kind of liked Vista in XP and then ever since then I never really liked any any of the other updates um and so you know I kind of had to get used to it I guess but um because of work but yeah, I I just found it just very interesting um that yeah, in LA like you would go, you could go to like events, you know, and you know, you're not looking for like celebrities like that. It's like I want to see the people whose content I actually watch, you know what I mean? Like and that to me was really fun and um yeah, I don't know. I never really realized how how long I was like doing all kinds of like weird stuff, but um yeah, I really got into like I think it was when I was I don't remember. I I don't even want to like I had some years that were like between different schools and I kind of blend them together. So now I can't re- really fully remember which years are which, but I know when I go back and look at some of the YouTube content I posted when I was, like, uploading videos, that was, like, 11 years ago, so it was a freaking long time ago, (laughs) so, um, and that's when I had the Asus G73 gaming laptop, so between 11 and 13 years ago, I had that computer, so that means I was into, like, 3D modeling and recording with what was then Propellerhead software, um, I was doing a lot of stuff, um, just for fun though, but everyone I knew was doing a lot of stuff, so it wasn't really that abnormal to me, um, but yeah, I just say all that to say that, like, I I just found it really interesting how, um, you know, they, a lot of the members of the cast of The L Word were kind of, like, really, um, you know, open to kind of reaching out to a lot of the LA YouTubers um because they were kind of the face of gay media honestly like for the whole time it was just LA 
YouTubers or all the YouTubers that moved to LA. Like, the TV wasn't doing anything. Um, Netflix, I don't think at that time had a whole bunch of their weird movies that they were making. I don't think they were, like, producing and stuff as much. Like, I didn't notice Netflix making their own originals. Uh, I don't remember when they started, but that's a little more recent. They didn't have all these, like, series and, like, movies that they were making. Um, And they didn't even have... I don't think they even had the category of the LGBTQ section of movies because I remember when um the Black Lives Matter movement started getting a lot more traction um they actually added a section of uh I don't know if it's called like Black Lives Matter or something like that like that wasn't always there either um on Netflix um and so like I don't have every single subscription because it's like they get expensive. It adds up and I'm I'm cheap. I'm a cheapskate, guys. Like I'm not going to pay like $60 worth of subscriptions. So me and my sister, you know, split a few throughout the year. Um we don't have Hulu anymore. But right now I just have I have YouTube, Netflix. Yes, I do pay for YouTube. YouTube, Netflix, and I have Showtime that I keep or will cancel temporarily, um, depending on if I'm watching something, um, and I had Fubo, Fubo TV or whatever it's called, um, I think I got that, uh, I got a trial just to watch the LAFC, uh, MLS finals, uh, the championship, um, game, uh, then I canceled that subscription, because uh, it's like 60 bucks a month or some freaking ridiculous price. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was just, like, thinking about, like, are there any other shows where there's, like, a community of people that, like, you know, the actual cast comes and, like, finds the YouTubers and, like, collabs with them? You know, like, they're a bunch of, like, Trekkies, Star Wars people... Star Wars people, you know, people of just like any, like Marvel, like any kind of movies like that, that you see or series that you watch, you know, even like, you know, game, you know, people who make video games and stuff, nobody reaches out to like the YouTube community to collab with them like that. It's not really like, like that, you know, um, and yeah, even like, it's like is it weird to like go to like pride events and just be like hey i recognize those people from youtube you know it's like like is that normal but i mean like i feel like maybe that's normal in the queer community and maybe because you know there's a lot of queer people in la and then a lot of youtubers move to la in general and then a lot of that population tends to be queer anyways just because la just attracts the gays and you know there's creativity there's a lot of queer vibes and a lot of the content is coming out of LA like I wouldn't say I I don't know if I could say most of it or whatever but it seems like the majority of the famous queer youtubers that I've followed 
eventually came to LA. Some of them left, some of them came back. Um, but even in the meantime, you know, when the L word wasn't, um, like even during, during the Rona, you know, when the L word, you know, when nothing was live anymore, you know, a lot of the L word cast, like I know, um, Shane, um, well, I just gotta say their, their names from the, from the show, Shane and, um, uh, what's her freaking name? Uh, the one who wrote the chart, Alice. So Shane and Alice had like their own, like they hang out, they're like friends and they had like, they had some vlog episodes and some show, um, or shows, um, some, some podcasts about God only knows what, I don't even know, you know, and now I, I noticed that, um, this isn't really, well, maybe it's kind of related, but, um, um, ah, there's another podcast that I follow that I love, um, what's it called, um, Bad Queers, Bad Queers podcast, um, they're now, I think they're sponsored now by Showtime, um, so there's, like, a lot of big stuff that's, that's definitely changing in the spaces, um, of queer media that's just, like, like, right before my eyes, I'm just, like, what the heck, you know, like, in a good way, though, but it's just, like, like, all the, all the YouTubers that I know that are queer that I watch, that, you know, they're collabing now, it's, like, like, I don't even know if it's, like, like, if you like manifest it, like it almost feels like it almost feels like I wanted this to happen. So it happened, you know, like they're like, I don't know, like, I don't know, because I don't think there's other populations of people that just like, like, do like this hard, like fangirl over like, different people who make um, content, and then just kind of like, this hardcore fangirl kind of community that's like, yeah, you actually care about the YouTubers. It's like, it's kind of weird. It's like, they're kind of like a part of your life, even though you don't even really know them, but it's like, they allow you to have like a segment of their life involved and you kind of have that one thing in common, even though, you know, when I think about it, I'm like, there's still a whole lot of diversity, you know, like, like, when I hear them talk in details about, like, their lives and all the stuff, you know, like, their identity and how they date or if they're married or if they have kids or whatever they're doing, you know, like, all the different kind of YouTubers, like, they're all so different from one another, you know, even just the lesbians alone are different from one one another or the people who identify as lesbians or the people who identify as, like, whatever, and then when I even, like, look back, and I'm trying to describe who's who, it's, like, you know, fast forward to now, some people, you know, um, they've come into maybe a different gender identity, and, um, their pronouns are different, and their name is different, and, like, so it's kind of hard to even be, like, oh, this person who was formerly that person, and, like, like, you know, it just, it's, there's not a problem with it being, it's not confusing like that, but it's just kind of like, like, you realize how much changes in a person's life, um, 
just by like watching and it's kind of like almost like normalized in a way and I think it really helps too because the field I work in you know I work with a lot of um a lot of different types of people and sometimes just it can be an interesting thing when people start uh when clients start talking about like queer topics and stuff (laughs) all right guys um I really went way off on a tangent so I'm bringing it back I'm kind of editing clips out now um but yeah more about the l word spoilers and so um yeah i really just like that um mostly how they you know kind of um mostly the collabs they were doing with the youtubers i really thought that was cool and how they were doing their um creating their own content the cast was creating their own content outside of the actual like show um and so that was something that you know I've never really seen before um like too much of I mean I'm pretty sure maybe there are other actors out there that have podcasts and all kinds of stuff like um but I've never really seen it in a way where there's, like, a lot of collaborating, like, on YouTube videos where, you know, people just, like, reach out to their own community of people and it's, like, you know, they get connected to the actual people that are creating content out there um, that maybe aren't necessarily on the big Hollywood screens, but they're definitely roaming around Hollywood, and, uh, they got the little screens, and so, uh, they're on the pocket screens, and so, you know, it's pretty cool to see, honestly, um, but yeah, I just found that as an interesting, an interesting thing, um, that, uh, that comes up, and um um I don't know if I have too much more to say about that right now but um I'm back on season 5 of the L word um when um uh, what's her face when she goes to prison and and meets Dusty? What's her name? The really rich one. There was like that really rich. I I blink on a lot of these people's names, um, and I really don't know actors' names like in real life. Um, not too many of them. Just the ones that I really really. If, if I know an actor's name, is because I really like them. Um, I only know. I probably couldn't even name and identify the actual like maybe like 20 people like I would say like if you count like comedians and like stuff like that maybe yeah but um there are a lot of people that I wouldn't know um how do I how to like actually when I if I see the name um and that I know the person 
you know, like Kira Knightley and like there's certain people that like I'm like, yeah, I know who that is for sure. Um, but I'm not like one of those people who, you know, usually when people are like, oh, you know, that actor, like so-and-so that was in this movie with that person. And I'm like, I don't even know like which people, like you got to give me like a storyline to work with. I don't really know actors, even though you think I would with the amount of movies I watch, but I don't really follow, um, like I, I know what they look like and stuff, but just matching the name to the face. Like usually I don't really know like who's who. Um, like the cast of Friends, I couldn't name everybody, you know, um, but I can name maybe, I don't even want to say because I think I might be wrong, but, um, yeah, but, okay, well, I've, I think I've said all I needed to say about what I was thinking on, on that note, but, um, guys check out the l word if you're interested like i feel like i'm spoiling it on here like anyone who hasn't watched it is gonna get everything spoiled if you're listening to these but maybe it'll entice you to watch it um i mean yeah the storyline is sensationalized and there's a lot of just like random sex just because they can have sex you know like there's definitely that thrown in but um you know I also do like um how in the first series how um the concepts come up about how queer media gets treated how they were like I mean this theme comes up a lot how they're like okay like you know because one of the characters in the in the show Jenny she is a writer and then she eventually ends up turning one of her books into a screenplay called Les Girls, and, um, basically, um, you know, the directors and everybody, they're all, like, they're all, like, okay, you could have put, like, more sex here and more sex there, and it's kind of, like, okay, like, (laughs) really, like, you know, like, they, they are just trying to, like, spice up things, um, just because they know people would want to see lesbian sex and so it's kind of like it's kind of like that is kind of how it goes because if you've ever watched the the real l word the real l word um they have like new york and la um i didn't really like the ones like in the south they were like a little too i think there was like a georgia one or something that was like a little intense to me is very like religious persecution like at the very beginning I was like oh shit like let's go back to LA and New York where people were having fun and they were just like having gay drama and like I could deal with that but I don't want to deal with like the reality of like all that other kind of stuff it's just like dude I just want to like watch some queer people running around town acting like fools um but you kind of would notice that like a lot of those characters you know, they were young females, probably most of them were, like, not even in their 30s by this point, or maybe a couple of them were, and then, you know, they were just having sex all over the place, and that's kind of how reality shows go, and I think I heard, I could be wrong, but I think I heard that, like, in reality shows, if they um, do certain, like, there's certain types of I don't want to call it like a point system, but there's certain types of things that you can do that get you more money or more points or more 
um, you get something for, you know, initiating, like, sexual activity and, like, doing this or doing that and, like, um, so it's not all, like, staged, like, they're not telling you, like, a lot of it's staged, but they're not, like, telling you go do this or go do that, but it's, like, you can kind of create some drama within limits and then get, like, more pay for it, that's something that I think I heard, I never really looked into it, so it might be completely inaccurate, but it would make sense, because it seems like they kind of just, were just fucking all over the place, like, there was no rhyme or reason, or any kind of, like, it's just like, oh, like, is that really what's going on, you know, like, like, all of a sudden, like, like, I know people do, but, like, damn, like, I don't think it's like that, like, honestly, like, I don't know, I think it's just very true that when it comes to, to media, and especially with, like, lesbian type of, of media, it's definitely hypersexualized. I mean, I'm not saying that women won't just, like, fuck everybody, like, that happens, but it's, like, it's not, like, to that extent, I don't think, where it's just, like, somebody walks out of a bathroom, and now they're fucking in the kitchen, and then their friends are walking in the door, like, oh, shit, like, that's not, like, I think most people know, like, hey, if your friends are coming over for dinner, maybe you should do that later, or, you know, I don't know, like, there's, it's not usually, like, that, I mean, people have other stuff they're trying to do, too, they're not just doing that all day, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, like, interesting, because I, I think a lot of, like, straight shows, you don't really see that much emphasis, and, like, even just, like, I mean, I don't know, we can all talk about it till we're blue in the face about, you know, how sometimes people can just be, like, inappropriate with questions and stuff, it's just kind of, like, weird, like, it's just, like, assumed that, like, you know, queer people are just ultra-sexual about everything all the time, um, like, I think it might appear that way, though, because there is that kind of, like, gay adolescence kind of thing, where it's, like, you know, when you're finally, like, independent enough to get away with doing whatever it is that you were wanting to do when you meet new dates and people and stuff, you can finally just do it, so there definitely is, like, sometimes, depending where you live, I guess, there can definitely be, like, a major kind of hookup culture, just because everybody's just, like, you know, finally, you know, I'm able to, like, do this without anybody, you know, breathing down my throat about it or whatever, you know, it's, like, there is kind of that, um, but outside of that, I don't really think that, you know, queer people are really having, like, I mean, I've heard that queer couples have more sex than, than straight couples. I wouldn't really know. Um, I don't know how there's... I don't know. I don't really ask my straight friends how much sex they're having with everybody. But um, I know my queer friends aren't just, like, baying everybody. Like, there's some, you know... Like, there's, there's like, a decision-making process, you know? Um, and people just hook up, like, there's not a problem with it, I don't think there's a problem with it, but I think just when it's, like, assumed that, you know, people just, like, 
I don't know, sometimes when people know if you're a gay person, then they just, that's all they want to talk about, and it can be really weird, um, because it's like, especially when you, like, barely met the person, like, and they don't know you, and you don't even remember their name, and they're just, like, asking you a bunch of questions about stuff that's like, why do you really want to know this? Like, that's weird. Like, I don't care what sex positions you like. Like, what the fuck? Like, just let me eat my steak and drink my beer. Like, leave me alone, you know? But it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just, it just opens the door for, like, awkward conversations. Um, but I don't know. Um, I mean, sometimes it can be appreciated, but sometimes it's just like, what the heck? It's just you gotta just kind of read the room a bit sometimes um I think people just have to kind of read the room but um yeah yeah I've been done for like 10 minutes uh, <laughs> but alright I'm gonna stop this episode and move on to what I was trying to edit before thanks for listening